1: Welcome to the Talking Biotech Podcast. It's a weekly podcast about agriculture and medicine with an emphasis on biotechnology and the good things we can do for people and a planet. I'm Kevin Fulta and today we're on the road. On the road. Calgary. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Canada. Yes. How's it going, eh? Well, <laughs> I want to do a
2: little... <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. From yeah. the Great Way North, right? Great Way North. Yeah, so I'm sitting here with Rob Syk, and we're um, just having a discussion about some of the things that have happened in the news recently, particularly with respect to the Guardian article that came out last week on December sixth. And this has been a burr under my saddle. I mean, it
2: really, really bothers me. Let's 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 bring them up to speed on what we're talking about. We're talking here about the Aaron Brockovich right article in the Guardian. Saying that people are getting exposed to glyphosate and it's going to cause cancer, blah blah blah, in the Guardian, it's an opinion piece. But she has a very large following, and uh, you know, you've identified several areas in this thing that just are wrong.
1: Let's look at that. I mean, I, I so what does she mean
2: to you? Like, if you just heard the name Aaron Brockovich, well, you think about the movie with uh, right away. You think about the movie with uh, Julia Roberts, right? And and the work that Aaron Brockovich did on bringing attention to uh, chemical carcinogens that were being in the environment, she did some good work.
1: Yeah, she was a warrior. Yes. I mean, she was kicking down doors. Mm-hmm. She was uh, solving the problems that were really being hidden from from people concerning their environmental toxins. And in that way was a hero. So she
2: was going after big companies. Right, going after big and companies. And she brought them down. That's right.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, that was around uh, chromium hexavalent or whatever the stuff was. The problem is, is that now she wrote this article that I kind of was excited to read because it was her, but then I'm reading it, and it says, The weed killer in your food is killing us. That was the title. And so she says two things that are wrong there, that it's in your food, which is basically not, and two, that it's killing us, which there's no evidence for. And then the, the subhead was something like... Um, links to cancer are increasing every day or something like that when, and so I'm reading this and I'm thinking is this real?
2: I'm thinking this is like, I'm almost seeing this as fake Well, to pick up on this, this is all bouncing off of the work uh, that uh, was done the very shoddy work that was done by the IARC, the Independent Agency for the Review on Cancer that's associated with the WHO and uh In that review on cancer, really the only scientific study in 30 years that has suggested that glyphosate is a probable carcinogen, Um, in that study, uh, three things come to my mind, Kevin. One is that the chairman knew of a 50,000-head study that was done on farmers and custom applicators that he ignored that showed no carcinogen link. Right, no association. Yeah, between uh glyphosate and uh, and cancer the second one was Cordier, uh, who was on the committee and was taking money 160,000 US dollars he was taking from tort lawyers to appear as an anti-glyphosate witness while he was in, at the AI, uh, IARC and the third one was uh Dr uh, David Zaruk uncovered that between the draft document and the final monogram 10 sentences had been changed to change uh, to 180 degrees to say you know from glyphosate is safe to glyphosate is, is bad, and she's bouncing off of this.
1: Yeah. So and this is 100 percent a cover up. It's fraud. Um, but but l- before we go after IARC, this is event, a scandal. But well, let's go back to the Brokovich. She's talking about how she frames this narrative about how it's being sprayed on uh, on water plants from a boat which I don't know that they actually do that. I don't have any evidence that they do. And I don't know that, since it's a foliar herbicide, I can see spraying it on the plants around a lake, but I don't know about adding it to water. I've never
2: heard of that happening in the water. Yeah, And then she talks about spraying it, the glyphosate being exposed in... Uh... And uh, consumers being exposed to glyphosate in carrots and quinoa. That's right. Like, Beets like, and like, almonds. Like, like, name me a farmer anywhere that would spray glyphosate on carrots yeah, unless you wanted to kill them. They would. Yeah, so you have weedy carrots. It's a non discriminant herbicide, so it kill kill the carrots, and kill it the would, quinoa, it would kill almonds. It yeah. Would
1: kill. But the, the thing that's weird about that is, where does that data come from? That would be the basis for her to even write that. It's manufactured. Right, exactly. I've never even contrived. seen it on a website. I've never even seen it on a, an activist website. To me, it's always, that, that just shows
2: where she's coming from here. She's making shit up. Why, Kevin? Why is she making shit up? Because, so you, you get her, so she's got a reputation. She writes an article in The Guardian. She says that glyphosate is probably causing cancer. She scares people with fear. And uh, why would she be doing this? Well, maybe this is a good place to take a break.
1: <laughs> we could take a break here. We'll, um, listen, to, uh, well we can listen to a plug from No Ideas Media. There we go. This is uh, Mick Psych with No Ideas
3: Media. Yeah, we'll be back in a minute. Hey everyone, this is Nick Syke from No Ideas Media. If you listen to this podcast, you're probably an awesome person who's probably found themselves in a debate or two about the validity of genetic engineering and its use in food production. You may have even noticed the same problem I've been picking up on. There's lots of good information out there about genetic engineering, but very few people who need to see it are exposed to it. Well, I'm making videos that lay people like myself can actually understand and digest, I'm a filmmaker, so this is my contribution to science communication. They are the perfect thing to post on the wall of that friend you have, you know, that person who just can't seem to grasp the awesomeness of GE crops, who maybe gets hung up on things like chemicals or Monsanto or whatever. The videos I make cover a wide variety of topics and you can watch them by searching No Ideas Media, remember that's no as in knowledge, on Facebook or YouTube. The videos will likely cover what you already know, but the point is, we gotta share them with people who don't know. The mission at No Ideas Media is to be pragmatic, not dramatic. So help us spread the right information about genetic engineering. Thanks a lot.
1: So we're back in the Talking Biotech podcast. We're talking with Rob Syk. We're discussing the December 6th, 2018 article in The Guardian by Aaron Brockovich and looking at it critically as to how do we really think about the words that are coming from a credible source of information about environmental toxins when she's basically creating manufactured risk from absolute nonsense. And this is a really serious issue to me because of what she means to me and what she means to an environmental movement and how she's always been looked at as a protector of the environment but now is saying things that are inconsistent with what we know about the science. So why, why would somebody just make up false information? So
2: if you read that article in The Guardian, there are so many falsehoods, so many distortions, and so many outright lies in that article, um, one has to question the motivation. So, Kevin, let's talk a little bit about where this is all coming from. Well, it, this is what
1: really scared me. And, and when I um, I bounced this off of David Zarek, and, and, and this is the same thing, Um why is she saying what she's saying? And it turns out that she's working for a law firm. And she's working for the law firm that is leading the way in many of these uh, class action lawsuits with glyphosate against glyphosate. And so this is where this comes from. She's working as a consultant for them, going out and um, being paid by them to, I guess, recruit people into... Um, into the class action suit. Then she goes into a very public place like The Guardian, a very visible publication, and makes a false information, which is essentially a flag saying um, this stuff is killing you and killing your family. Oh, and then the law, the law firm says, oh, and by the way, if anyone's ever used this stuff and you have a problem,
2: um, you know, talk to us. So they're basically saying, using her. They're using her to create fear, which I call FUD, Fear, Uncertainty, and Doubt, sure. uh, in the food supply. And this is attacking people at their most vulnerable level. And they're saying then if you have cancer and if you think you've been exposed to glyphosate, you should you should approach us and talk to the law firm. Right. right. And,
1: and, and she is now an, an advisor for that law firm. Whatever so, you do, do yeah, not call do one not, 800 <laughs> And the,
2: bo- the bottom line here, though, is she's being a front, she's being a shill. Isn't that ironic? She's being a shill for the law firm that is trying to set up a class action tort against uh, glyphosate, and this is all being built on the IARC ruling that says that glyphosate is a probable carcinogen, and that is built on a scandalous monogram report.
1: And that's what if you think about this, one of the biggest ironies. Here's somebody who always was going after the big money who said all these companies have all the money and all the power and they're the ones who are creating lies and false information. And now Well here she, she is going is. after
2: the big money, but she's backed by big money.
1: But well, here she's backed by big money. She's working for the people who have big money who are creating false information. And it's really disappointing. It's kind of shocking. Because here's somebody who always was a you know who who had the reputation of representing the little guy, who now is representing the biggest money on the planet, going after
2: a chemical which the little guy depends on. You know what I find ironic about this whole thing, Kevin, is how the tort lawyers in the United States have manipulated the the anti NGOs in Europe to uh, argue their case against genetic engineering and vilify glyphosate, uh, not to the benefit of the NGOs or the anti-GMOs or the anti-science people in EU, but all twisted back towards class action lawsuits back in America so that the Robert or the John, Robert Kennedy juniors can go after uh, Big Money. Yeah. Uh, the Monsanto's. So there's is, is, is just follow the money on this whole thing. It really is amazing. I never thought I would say that, but it really is a
1: case where the people who are now aligned against technology are really the ones who are backed by money, who are using false information. This is such a script that just flipped
2: 180 degrees. So 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 uh, green Greenpeace, Friends of the Earth, all these people have been campaigning against anti-GMO anti anti glyphosate anti this anti that anti science and agriculture are now being manipulated by the tort lawyers so the tort lawyers can make money and Aaron Brockovich has just been pulled into this whole thing it's amazing isn't it But like follow the follow the dots it, it's
1: it's one of these things that is almost amazing to me because if i take a pen from the uh, Dow DuPont booth at a conference, people are screaming that I have undue influence. It's affecting my message. Well, they're very nice pens. They are nice pens. <laughs> I really like the springy action when you press. Yeah, but they clicky they're, thing they're, on it's top. got The clicky thing and yeah. like the nice rollerball. Yeah, really nice. And the uh, the fatigue. And the plastic is very yeah, durable. Very nice. Yeah. And you put them through the washer and they're fine. But you know. But I digress. Here is somebody who has a, a, a history an environmental activism that's been very positive, who's now been co-opted by a corrupt message to essentially vilify a compound that's necessary for agriculture.
2: So I would uh, I would share with the listeners on the podcast today, check it out. So uh, the, the best place I can ask you to go, really to understand the, uh, the scandal inside the IARC, is really Reuters News Agency, and Writers the News Agency picked up on a whole bunch of this stuff that Dr. David Zaruk uncovered. And this is being used as the underpin of the cases. And we're talking lots, thousands potentially, of class action lawsuits that are pending against Monsanto. Now, Bear is going to, Bayer is going to fight these lot and Bayer is going to go after these guys and bring the truth out, because they have just unveiled all of their glyphosate. Did you follow that? So just this last week, Bayer has said, transparency, here's our, our glyphosate data. So they just put it out there for the people to see. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the antis react to that.
1: Uh, they haven't so far. Basically, because there's nothing exciting in those data sets. Exactly. And I went through them, and they were the most boring three hours of my life. And I didn't even go through all of it. Um, but but it's um, that's where we are right now. And the uh, the other place to look is on uh, the Theriskmonger.com, The riskmonger Yeah. And that's uh, David's website. Uh, and we, he's breaking
2: uh, a lot of this stuff. Yeah,
1: he's really the one who's behind the majority of breaking this out, and he's paid a price for doing so.
2: Well, and I want to mention, too, that uh, for the people listening in Canada, we're bringing Dr. David Zaruk to uh, Alberta on February the 12th, which is National Agriculture Day in the country of Canada, and he's going to be speaking in the afternoon at the University of Alberta in Edmonton. And then in the evening, I'm bringing him to my hometown area of uh, Red Deer, Alberta, and he's going to be speaking at the Red Deer College. And it's an evening designed to talk about uh, public and farm interface uh, and the use of technology on the farm. Wow, it sounds really
1: exciting. Well, we'll have to keep everybody abreast of all of that. So. No, Rob Syke. Thank you for the conversation. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for coming to Alberta. Oh no, it's fun to be here. I always appreciate coming to Canada. So, thank you very much for your time, and we'll talk to you again pretty soon. Talking biotech. All right, and then uh, listeners, thank you again for another episode of Talking Biotech. Write us a review on iTunes, um, whatever you like. Um, We're heading towards the 200 episode cap of this uh, enterprise. So, um, thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week.
0: Thank you for listening to the Talking Biotech podcast. Send your suggestions for guests, comments, or questions to talkingbiotech at gmail.com. Please write a review of this podcast on iTunes and recommend it to a friend. More downloads help us reach a wider audience with science. You've been listening to Talking Biotech.